2: Welcome back. Hello. Hello. Where are we at? We're at part two of we with, with Christian Stu, that's the easy bit. Yep. But can you remember can you remember the guest, Stu? Do you know where you are? Of course I can. It was one of the gang.
0: It was um
2: it was our fellow podcaster and networker, Mr. Jason Reed. Jason Tron Reed. Jason Tron, Tron and Reed Dis- to get He he talks about how to get into the distraction pieces gang in this, the initiation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so if you want to be part of the Distraction Pieces Network, you'll have to let us know. I'm making all this up. I don't think we'd say that at all, do we? No, he, he
0: he discusses, doesn't he? Or he may have even discussed in the first part um, how that happens. And it's a very legitimate yeah. and, and, and nice way other mm-hmm. than as which was we just drunk a load of lager in my shed with him. Mm-hmm. To in the end, I think uh, Pip was thinking, this is really affecting my listenership. I'm going to have to fuck these off and get them to do something somewhere else. Yeah. So... Um,
2: Shrewd move, but he actually, yeah, well, as you found out or about to find out, how Jason became part of the network yeah. and uh, make an actually credible podcast as yeah. opposed to the one that me and you churn out. We'll have to do one of them one day, yeah. But it is getting better and it's yeah. getting better. Um, and our pot, uh, you know, what's happening over on Patreon is is going really good. I'd say they're actually some of my favorites now. If, in fact, doing just top fives with you, mate, is something I treasure each week. Thank you very much. What I'll say is a lot of you have probably heard us banging on about Patreon.
0: And just think, oh God, would I fucking shut up about Patreon? If you have heard of us, uh, have heard us banging on about that, and haven't actually gone and had a little look at it, it's it's worth a look because if you do like listening to these, you get another podcast a week for free. And it's a shorter one, isn't it? More succinct. It's always about an, an hour, hour isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and you you pick the subjects, and yeah. there's video content over there, and there's there's lots of stuff, and yeah, for
2: just. One dollar a month, you can you can go and get involved in Patreon. One dollar a month is just to say thank you. For ten dollars a month is when all the good shit starts, all the other extra stuff. Um, <laughs> I farted again there, and you've laughed. <laughs> yeah. I cannot stop. Let's leave you on that. Enjoy part two with Jason Reed. <laughs> it's a drunken soirée in the within. <laughs>
0: Chris and Stew present Our Core Listing, the podcast.
2: Um, so, when you were saying about a uh, Harry Potter movie, so I, um, I, I used to have a bit of a comfort movie I'd put on when I used to go to sleep because of the theme track. I was really talking about this last night, um, which is I Robot, which yeah, is Will like Smith. I yeah. so I like loads of Will Smith movies, and that movie it's got this this sort of like again, it's quite a hypnotic sort of theme tune to it. Jungle Burger, G Jesus. Oh <laughs> That is it's 80s, like end 90s, of the pier, yeah, is yeah. yeah. Porn animation. Yeah, movie. it
0: looks like the old kind like a, of. Um, bit busy. Uh, oh, featuring vocal talents of Bill Murray and John Belushi. I'm no geez.
2: way. So that's gone up a notch. Yeah. yeah. Jungle that Burger. That's added a. That's put a stamp of. Uh, yeah, aka Shame on it. of the
0: Jungle. Now available <laughs> on uh, DVD. There
2: but yeah, um, yeah. so I've to put it on and just fall asleep to it. Mm. Because it used to just. And I like the the plot was quite simple and it was quite steady. nothing too challenging or abrasive about it. And, yeah, so I would just listen to that and, and nod off. And, literally, I, I wouldn't even get past the credits of it. I'd be gone, See, out, yeah, out what
0: you've said there, in, in regards to, like, that comfort thing, like, are you talking about to sit on an afternoon and watch something or to fall asleep too? Well, this, again, is where my slightly weird circumstance comes in because...
1: Um, I I mentioned it at the drunk cast and a lot of it was because I was, I was trying to insert a disclaimer of why I was going to be quiet that night Mm. because like the big characters that are around, like you've got between you, Jim, (laughs) bloody Jimmy Havoc, who's who's just like a legend in in my realms as we might get to. Uh, And also, uh, you know, obviously Pip, I knew that I'd be the quiet one that (laughs) sat there and did nothing. And of course that's fine when you're in those circumstances, but when you're, it's an audio podcast, you kind of think, right, there's going to be gaps in, where I'm yeah. going to be in this and and I, and I said on the night that a lot of it is because I've got this illness called ME which means that um and funny enough after I mentioned it there was a guy that that contacted me on Twitter which I'm going to try and look him up because he's really cool and he he thanked me he was like thank you so much for bringing up it, about ME because I've got it as well and, and we just you know no one ever talks about mm. it and uh, I think he tweet, retweeted me today actually I'll find him in a minute but um I kind of vowed this year to kind of speak a bit more about it because I, I don't, I shut it off. And, and it's, part of it is like an embarrassment because you don't know how to handle it. I mean, I've had it since the age of eight. But so for, for those
0: that are unaware of what ME is...
1: It's, it's oh, I can't even pronounce it, myalgic encephalitis, which basically I think means inflammation of the brain. And it's like, imagine having flu constantly through your entire life. It's like that. Um, Tuck, no, it's it's an odd one, but at the same time, every time you bring it up, it's almost like this uh, like this mastermind stroke, um, who wants to be a millionaire kind of mood lighting that comes down <laughs> on you. It's like serious <laughs> now. It's like no, I'm, not, I'm honestly not saying it for too bring Bill yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. serious. Yeah, it's yeah. just a case of I'm having to kind of, you know, be a bit explanatory of why I'm a bit shit at being vocal sometimes yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And and here it is, Bill. Um Bill, the, his Twitter angle. Handle is at the Music Council, and he tweeted me after the drunk cast saying, "I can't believe you yeah, mentioned he follows and, us, and and he is he's so cool. And and I realised that when you have, because I've got a, a bit of a public platform, and I'm quite lucky to have that, that I do have a responsibility to kind of talk about stuff.
2: More yeah, really. I agree.
1: And 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 I never really have. I've always—I've done a few articles on it, but like I wrote an article for Virgin a few years ago saying, um. The, the day that Richard Branson sent me to sleep, because when, when we was filming The Culture High, we, we actually filmed it in his house, which Richard Branson's house, obviously, is very, very lovely. And um, it was a knackering, because I fitted a two-week filming schedule um, completely slotted in, um, and it was it was hard going to get all of these different things coordinated. So by the end of it, which we did Richard Branson on the last day, I was completely shattered. Mm. And then sure enough, and I, and what, part of the problem was when you have got this illness is your sleep hand is useless. Right. So i would be i would be up until about six this morning and then after that I'll get about three hours sleep and then I'll try and sort of do something. Jeez. Um, and then but where I'm going with this is that so when you've got that and you're dealing with that, this is where comfort films really take a different meaning because they, they transport you somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So for me, a comfort film is built up um so after I'm done here, I'll be absolutely knackered. I'll be mm. like take a gun to me and shoot me out the paddock because it would be that kind of crap but um, it but it means that I'm going to be so worn out that I'm going to want something familiar in the corner sure I'll be isolated on my own and there'll be this nice thing um, and that's where comfort film comes into it for me wow because
0: it's, it's,
2: you said about going to sleep um, and, and thanks for being really honest about that yeah I, I do right. think I think that is important mate and it's good to sorry Shoe I've cut in there you say what you're going to say no, i I'm
0: for me, like I, I had like that thing where, but before I met my missus, who put a stop on that straight away. But I have a very active mind that I find very hard to switch off, mm. and so my sleeping's quite shit. Obviously, nothing alike to yourself, Jason. But um I had to have the telly on with something to distract me, and. And I think had podcasts been a thing, then I would have just immersed Mm. myself in that. Because music makes me tap my feet. Yeah. And so I can't listen to music and go to sleep. But I would always have Friends. Yeah, yeah. Friends is, uh, uh, I think, a brilliant comedy. That was going to be an honourable mention of mine as well. Yeah, and that's one that, you know, it's easy to just go, well, you know, I I prefer these highbrow kind of comedies. Mm. But... I think for consistent writing over yeah. series, after yeah. series after series after series, and you, they've built a little world, yeah, yeah. and you know familiarity and with you, the characters. You, you know, you, you, you never saw him, but ugly naked guy people know yeah. that, you know, and and you know stuff like that. And and I just I would have that or fools and horses yeah. um, or the office, and I would just have comedy, just to try and not let me get kind of caught up in <laughs> the the wrong thoughts when you know, and and try and keep me kind of comfort. laughing that's pretty much exactly Um, one of my
2: best mates used to do that all the time like when I the first flat I still got now and he would always have to do that because he's got a busy mind like yourself always go to sleep with TV and I never got it until maybe five years ago and I've used it and it is useful but it can also be a bit of a crutch and and when it's not there you're like oh if it's not there what am I going to do hello darkness my old friend (laughs) and it is it is but it's so similar to why people why I use it it's very similar to meditating and mantras And the ability to quieten the mind. Yeah. And it's other. It's just one mechanic that people yeah. use in order to help quieten the mind and help you sink down into a calmer state and then enable mm. you to to fall asleep. But what you said there, mate, about you know you talking about me. Firstly, nice one. Um. Because sometimes it's like you want to say. Sometimes if you don't talk about something, then it comes harder to talk about in a way, doesn't it? And then actually, it's not even that other people think it's weird, but in your own head you think it's weird. Yeah. Until you start talking about it, and then the more you do, the more you normalise it, and the more you realise actually people do want to hear and discuss it, and that's a good thing. Like we're, we're quite horrible. Like for example, Pip has got a stutter. I always take piss out of bit because of his stutter. But it's yeah, not but because... he knows you're a prick and he takes the piss out of you for oh, being a prick all the time. definitely. Like, I mean, my, I've probably got a speech problem. I'm so loud, it's awful. What would you rather hear Pip talk or me? I think history is going to support people who'd rather hear Pip's voice than my
0: No one would ever pay to watch you do spoken word. <laughs> I
2: don't know. Shouty <laughs> <laughs> word with Christopher I think Clarence. you would. Um, but the reason why I do that a little bit with any anything like with conditions and stuff like that is because I actually think it normalises it. And I think because if you put something into an area where you can't talk about it or discuss it or fucking laugh about it... You're making it taboo and unfamiliar. And then that makes people think that that's something strange. And, and feel awkward to,
0: talking about it. And
2: not to be discussed. Yeah. So I've always been like that with stuff like that. And so you might go, I'm, 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 that's how much of a hero I am. I will rip into people. You, you are, black, you know, you, you were so
0: <laughs> forthright with... You know, coming out with the fact that you've got a micro penis. And it's, like, <laughs> and, it, and it's, I have no issues with talking about it with you now. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's like, yeah, you know, but bless you, mate. You've done really no, well there.
2: I, I really think that's important, mate, and nice one for bringing that's, that's exactly it out. And again, it's built into your. Stop fine.
1: because as you as you said a lot of times because i've i've struggled to know how to talk about it now oh the wafers are being fought over <laughs> oh, no, eight already. There, is, there is another packet like behind <laughs> us that's up, so. but yeah i it got to the point where i was like i i don't know how to talk about it anymore the fact that it's been with me for 30 years and yet i still don't know how to talk about it i just I'm, that shows i'm pretty shit and i think that because i've got a public platform and, I, and the thing is, is that I'm a hypocrite as well because I'm I'm always drawing other people out to speak about whether it's you know drug addiction or mental health problems or you know these other tricky subjects. I'm going to people, no, you know, I'll interview you, mm. and yet I don't talk about it
2: myself. So I am a hypocrite. That is, yeah, but we all are, and and life is paradoxical by nature. Yeah, yeah. So we're all both truth speakers and liars at the same time. It's just it's just the nature of our being but those self-realisations you take them one one step at a time and when you like oh I might have blindsided myself with this in the past and I'm not now and firstly you get awareness and then you start hopefully to eventually take action and there's you don't there's no real hurry on that but just talking about it like that mate so it's, it's a good thing it shows that you are sort of like I know oh, maybe I should t- use this platform to talk about it a little bit more and sometimes as well is that I do think
1: because I wouldn't ordinarily bought it up at the drunk house, but I was specifically ill that night. I was like hideously unwell, and it's oh almost like you are in certain like disclaimer of this isn't really me. This version I bought, you know, my, my, the version of me that you want to see is the one that's going to be at home later on in, on their own. Yeah, because you you can't you can't function as a normal person because your speech goes. You know, the first thing that goes to me is my speech. I right. get I get slurry, and stuttery, and it will not make sense. And you do you constantly think to people. You know, don't get to know this one, get to know that mm. one that you, you don't get to see. Cause, and especially when you do meet people that you like, you know, because when, when I first met you two, it was nearly a year ago at the, yeah. at the podcast mm. awards, uh, I, I was, again, quite, I'm not a nervous person, but I was quite nervous about meeting you because I thought, <laughs> oh God, they're going to see the unwell version of me, the one that's had to sort of try and drag themselves out at the wrong time mm. and, and it's going to be surrounded by people, which is like a really bad environment yeah. for me. Um so when, when I met you and I realised actually you're really cool, nice people, genuinely, <laughs> it took a lot of pressure off and I felt that I could be I could be a little bit more quiet
2: and kind mm. of not Think you also me, probably looked at us and well. Well, I've got ME. I don't know what those two have got. <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> fucking worse. <laughs> but I, I remember it's that. giving them a podcast and something like Make a Wish. They're obviously really ill. <laughs> but
0: I remember that day because. We hadn't met you, and we hadn't met Susie, and and, and you were established podcasters, yeah. and we were just Pip's dickhead mates, <laughs> that, the know, jokers. presenting an award summer,
2: <laughs> like, I think I must have asked Pip, and he went, nah, but these idiots <laughs> That's exactly do it. exactly what happened, uh, and he was like, Pip was like, this is a hospital pass, and he, uh, he wanted to sh- fr- ch- chuck us that, and see what happens, <laughs> Yeah, he
0: just like, yeah, pulled a pin, and let's just watch that go wrong. Um but yeah and so I remember thinking it's really nervous because yeah. I'd, we we hadn't even done a podcast then, have
2: we? We've done like one, <laughs> I think, I which can't... was a car probably a car crash because we kept because when we started the top 5s, if you listen to like episodes 1 to 4, like a lot of them we're drinking because we still think it's a drunk car. <laughs> <laughs> and we weren't quite sure how to transition, so no. we
0: yeah, we were just let's getting... just get hammered yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but yeah, maybe we've grown up a little bit teensy bits
2: yeah, bit. yeah, yeah, yeah three or two is it oh, um, well three I think yeah, yeah.
1: three so oh, yeah,
2: we've good. done three though haven't we? Yeah. we yeah we've done three so this is the full no, no, we've done
1: we done Star Wars and Harry Potter. Oh, is it? Um, yeah, oh yeah, God, not. okay. I'll quickly do honourable mentions, I have write them off, done Pirates of Caribbean. Yeah. Game of Thrones is cool because again, yeah. it's, it's own well, its own palette, mm-hmm, but it's true. a little bit too new and it's a little bit too extended for me at times. Okay. Speaky sure. Blinders, I've been really enjoying mm. Um Transformers box set, believe it or not, is really cool. Mm. Transformers the movie, like you know, the 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 80s cartoon movie. Yeah. Can, can you remember pretty,
2: that? Oh, yeah, we've been talking about it about
1: that's an hour and a half ago, yeah. mate. Yeah. That can quite often be my knackered on a Christmas night film because it's just right. so comforting and cool. Sure. And
2: not the movie, though. Do you remember the movie? That's not that comforting. I'm Do you remember the original Transformers movie? That's the one I Is I that the one you're one, talking I'm, about?
1: Yeah, you, know, you got the touch, you got the power. Yeah, I amazing that. Hot Rod. Yeah. So yeah. I love that film. That that's yeah, literally my my Christmas night
2: film. I'm really impressed by that because I was saying to she came up a little while ago. Like I thought the Transformers. I loved it's it. Pretty dark. Don't get it? me wrong. It's pretty dark. Like in the first mm. fucking ten minutes, you lose prime. Yeah, yeah. You lose loads of the big characters. Yeah, get sure, sure on literally execute someone with a, like a like a cannon in their face, and the guy's helpless. And like, please don't do it. And yeah. he's like, <laughs> and the advertising campaign for that was. Is Optimus Prime going to die in this movie? Right, like, that's quite. A, <laughs> yeah. That is probably a quite in your face thing for, for kids to have to deal with. Like, very, like. Oh, but that well, was, I, I that have to watch. I was the same this. with Potter, wasn't it? The last one. Yeah. Was he dying a, that? yeah that was the yeah, big yeah, thing, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of kind of hardship in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so yeah, that, is, that is one of your comfort ones. Yeah, right, I absolutely nice.
1: love it. And the only trouble is is that it gets a little bit kind of um, just strobey in place. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you're watching that and you've got a migraine, it's not particularly great. But other than that, if you can just mute it down for that but I like yeah I do love that film yeah it's Um, dope it's good The Office I absolutely love The Office Um, and Bottom they're my
2: own oh mate Bottom it's insane I love it and
1: again I think it's set and setting because I was a teenager when it came out and you had that conversation with Susie Gage so Mm. if you're listening to this listen to Susie Gage's and you'll get more of a fluent conversation on it but Uh but yeah I I love the young ones
2: and then when Bottom when Bottom first came out I wasn't
1: too sure but then I was like yeah, actually, I'm, I'm getting this. Mm.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I hadn't seen young ones. I, I discovered Bottom first, so uh, yeah, and then I had to go back. To yeah, the I young think ones, if
1: yeah. you did it that way around, it kind of works almost better. Yeah. I think.
2: yeah, I agree. Actually, cause I agree actually, because in ways, the young ones is better. Yeah, oh, it's way better. It's, it's it? a
1: lot better.
2: Than the young ones, but yeah. I Bottom helped me find my feet with comedy. I think so, and then discovering, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> pretty, they are they like are crack. They are Amazing. considering you do a pro. <laughs> <laughs> a podcast about Can we get addiction to do, like, say why to <laughs> wafers or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they taste like you said they look like the things they put in ice cream mm. they feel like they've got the ice cream in them mm. so that's, yeah. I think that's the, what the, the hit you yeah. get well,
2: it's, it's quite warm in here Jason you feeling the heat in here It does. it does, get, it does yeah. get hot and you, we always put we, we always put the we always
1: put the guest next to the radiator as well I've got t-shirts I think if I need to disrobe alright shall I go for number three yes Right, let's go for right, again Siemens on that theme, Mighty Boosh.
0: Mm-hmm. Number,
1: number three is again the palette of that is just brilliant. Yeah, you know, it is so its own world. It's I when I first saw it again, I didn't like it. I thought it was weird, I thought it was shit, I thought it was really childish. I was in I was in the band, um, because I, I was ten years in a gigging band across Kent and London. Um, and it was on one night after a gig and I saw it and I was like what's this self-indulgent weird <laughs> rubbish and then the next episode that came on I was like alright I'm going to watch that again and then sure enough thought no wrote weird self-indulgent rubbish again but then it just grew and grew and grew to the point where I was like I can't leave this alone now yeah. this is just genius
2: it's perfect
0: yeah it's brilliant absolutely brilliant they
2: did create a fantastic world there that is like a comfy shoe to slip, slip yeah. on isn't it because I don't know. Again, it's it's quite tender comedy, isn't it? Really, and quite innocent and sweet and funny. Twee in places. It's it's twee. It's It's, not. It's not in your. It's it's the opposite of bottom, isn't it? In in many ways. yeah, and each episode is oh, its just beautiful. All the and costumes in it yeah. and all the work they've done. Oh, it's brilliant. I'll tell you what's not
0: Tweet, and he's one of the scariest things ever. I know what you're
2: going to say. He's, he's in crack, your Fox. crack Fox. Crack Fox. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> crack Fox was yeah. petrifying. Yeah. Broth. It really was. I mean, I didn't even mind the, hit- the Hitchhiker. Although yeah. he was scary, was good scary. Yeah. Crack Fox was just straight up, hmm nasty he had, like, shit like Freddy Krueger hands with syringes yeah, yeah, was, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was horrible <laughs> yeah Crack Fox was
1: but I, I love Richard Ayoade he is just a hero oh, of mine mate. getting dark place I love yeah. Um, yeah. and anything that Richard's in I tend yeah. to just adore because yeah. yeah. he's just so deadpan but so cool at the same time yeah. and, and Noel Fielding and, the uh, crunch you know nothing of the crunch yes exactly like the amount of quotes you can rip off the mighty boots yeah. it's just, you can keep going and going with it because it's it's, it's its own world is unequivocally
2: distinct as hell isn't yeah. it yeah, and, and the yeah. live
1: shows as well I've not seen the live live show but I've got the live shows on DVD yeah. and even they are just
0: brilliant I was well.
2: cracking I went to one of them it was really oh, good really? it's proper I can't remember what one now I've got they done
0: Cliff's by. Pavilion in South End and, uh, and when they finished they went right come on we're all going down a pink toothbrush <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, <gee. laughs> that was a lie they didn't turn up <laughs> but they did say it uh,
1: uh, <laughs> to yeah I, I love them and, and uh, I think anything that Noel Fielding does is just brilliant yeah I, I still can't get me around the fact he's on bacon. Oh, no. It just doesn't... It
0: works, though. It does, yeah. yeah. Like, I am... Um, I really... Uh, one of my comforting things at Christmas is... One of my favourite things is... About three or four days after Christmas, when you've just got the kind of remnants of the cheese and the biscuits left, and, uh, you know, and a couple of bottles of port that someone's mm. got you. My favourite mm. night is generally when we've done all the family stuff over Christmas. Big fat quiz of the year. Yeah. Cheese, biscuits... Paul and me and my to sit and watch it. Generally Richard's on there, Noel was on there, Russell Brown's on there, um
2: David Mitchell usually. Mitchell's here,
0: always though. on there, hosted by Jimmy
2: Carr. Oh, It's, it's brilliant. It's yeah. real good quality. When when Brandon and Fielding team up yeah. what are they called? The something the goth detectives in it or oh, something. Oh, they like change that. it
0: every year, That's don't they? But, mate, uh yeah. and, and and I think Brand and Jonathan Ross was a good combo <laughs> a few yeah. times as well. Obviously they've got a bit of previous. <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah. I think Noel and he's a dude, isn't he? You know, mm. he was great on Buzzcocks. Mm. Yeah. Like
2: he was, he yeah. was. He he gave he gives Simon a run for his money with the banter, definitely. Yeah. Like Noel is sharp as a whip, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, but then the other guy um, is it Julian Julian um, Barrett. Barrett. Yeah. Julian Barrett. I fucking love him. I haven't yeah. seen, seen Mindhorn yet. yet. No, I've I've got no. it on my watch list. Yeah. But, uh, I might just watch it. it. Literally this week said, "Oh, have you seen that yet?" I was like, "I haven't." As it goes, but I think Julian Barrett. I think he's got nuanced. I just love his personality. Like in, in Nathan Bartlett, I think he's fucking Brilliant. amazing. Barley. And, yeah, in Nathan Bartlett.
0: And am I right in saying he's with or married
2: to Julia Davis? Oh, I don't know that actually. I believe I'm going to Google that. Oh, I'm
0: going to double check that.
2: Google so that, I got that. You guess what? Are you doing a Chris Glasson no, special? No, I, I, I
0: believe that Ooh, might be the work, case. Oh, guess but, what, um, There's a really good podcast of um, <laughs> Buxton with um, Julian Barrett and. Meringue. Oh, okay. Um, oh, just brilliant. And they're just walking the dog, chatting, and it's just brilliant just oh,
2: talking definitely. about really? all the things they've done together over the years. Oh, and, mate, and I've got like, to watch that. Yeah, I'm look that one I'll listen i listen to It's a podcast, I say, because I'll yeah, explain might, how they, they always work. dig me out, of um, it, I say watch, when it's a podcast. I'll go through it. Um, have you listened to the radio show? My I wish. actually haven't, no. Mm-hmm. So that, there's a lot of similar themes, but... Well, but listen, mate, maybe a little... When you're going to sleep, that's a good one. Yeah, because that's that's that is the thing as well. Like, as, you, as we said here, that if
1: podcasts were around 10 years ago, I, I would have been a lot more into listening and audio. But we
0: just didn't have that luxury. Then. Yeah, no, she yeah. is. She, her partner's Julia mm-hmm. Barrett. I have okay. no idea. 10 yeah. points for you. Yes. And, uh, I mean, Julia Davis is in some of my comfort ones as well. Gavin and Stacey being one yeah. of them. I um, love Gavin and Stacey as well. I think she's the best thing in Gavin and Stacey, her and her husband, Pete. Yeah. They're, they're just genius and Ninety Nine is another one of my mm. my go-to
2: kind of box sets of where I'll sit and just watch them all and Comedy's definitely your one isn't it you were saying to me in the car Partridge as well obviously Yeah um, yeah. when you were talking about it with Susie I was
1: like I'm completely over Partridge I love it It's just brilliant I mean I,
0: fundamentally I don't like George because she couldn't go near the office <laughs> No, I, I can not get my head around that. it no, I, The office you know. is on a pedestal It was yeah. tense I mean Susie yeah, you're the, wrong
2: The podcast ended tensely I had to keep yeah. get Susie yeah. out there quickly Because yeah. she looked like She was going to go crazy You seem
0: to be Very Susie very good at you. Getting women out of hotel rooms Really quickly Yeah <laughs> like. Yeah you a wire, <laughs> door or windows or in, in a bag in, Rolled up in a <laughs> In a <rubber>. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah, oh, but
1: the, the Office Christmas special ending is just one of the most perfect endings of all time. I think, mate. It's got like only you playing, and I just—it's just
2: that
0: is just feel good. The, the, that's the, that's that, one where
2: it all turns out all right for him, doesn't it? Like because yeah. he's got that date, and actually yeah. she finds him funny, and I love that sort of writing. That's
0: not the best. That bit's sweet. Mm. The Tim and Dawn bit's the sweet bit. But the best bit for Brent is the fuck, fuck off French to Chris Finch. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> and like it's yeah. just. It, that's well, we've spoke about British mm. comedy at its mm. best at doing them switcher. Mm-hmm. and that's perfect. Yeah, Absolutely. Laugh and cry in the same episode like you know and
1: ironically a, as much as I'm a Gervais fan he's been a right bastard when it comes to ME uh, he's, oh really he's, oh, been like, he? he's been one of those ones because ME was like the joke of a lot of uh, you know or the punchline of a lot of jokes mm. because it's it's that illness that no one quite understands yeah you it's can't like, put your finger on yeah, it yeah, yeah because there's no proper tangible diagnosis it's, it's constantly it's, I mean we get into the kind of research now but but yeah, it was always one I think he made one a joke about it in one of his stand up shows about it, saying like that's why you don't see people in Africa with ME because you know, they've got to get up and work for a living and things like that. <laughs> Which I, I think again, by all means, take the piss yeah, yeah, because good. I you know, I, there's no off subject, yeah. Limit for me. Mm. I think you can just go for it, mm. and it almost makes it better because at least you're saying something about it. So I mm. never took offence to Gervais yeah. so I think cause at least he made it funny. Yeah. But there are people out there that really don't like totally. it.
2: Totally. I also I get that as well. Like especially because it, that is frustrating, right? Because that means a bit like uh, back injuries. Like I fucked yeah. my back up real early. Like uh, when I was at, on a college uh, college playing football. I'm shit at football. I'm one of the worst footballers in the world. Stood on a football and I wrecked my back, and I had problems with it. For years and years and years, even now, I see it will still sometimes go into spasm, and that's one of those ones where you're like, I can't, I can't come into work today. My back's in spasm. Oh yeah, all right, pull down. It's I... so frustrating because you can't, because it doesn't look like you've got an injury. My, my dad's discs in
0: his back are fucked, right? Yeah. And every now and again, he'd just get up or he'd be somewhere. Actually, happened to him up a mountain, and his Shit. back goes. And his upper part of his body at his waist moves over about three inches to the right. So he's almost... That is crazy. And goes up oh and then goes up.
2: Oh, so you can physically see it with that then? It's bizarre. Oh, it looks mate. like the
0: top off of his body's moved to the right like three inches. And he'd be buckled over going, oh, my back. And, and I remember as a kid just thinking, huh. <laughs> like, and back pain's quite amusing when you're a kid seeing someone hunched over moaning about their back. Then I got sciatica... And then I just thought, this is one of the most fucking evil things Next I've level. ever had yeah, in my yeah, life. Yeah. I couldn't walk for two months. Yeah, yeah,
2: and it was like, fucking evil. The, that, like, that pain, when you when your back goes, because like, mine now luckily not often is just spasm. And yeah. the pain level is about seven. And although it means I literally have to stand still, I can't do anything. People are like, can I help you? No, I've just got to stand here for a minute and just feel yeah. sp- Something happens. I would so put your trousers and pants mate, down at that point. You'd suck me right off. <laughs> you know. um, but, but when it when it used to go wrong, it'd be a nine. And, like, you know, sh- I, I meant breathing was a problem or yeah. sneezing. Yeah. Anyway, I, I digress. I, it's frustrating. So when someone jokes about it, I can get why ME M- sufferers would be like, oh, fuck off, Gervais. You, I'm having to deal with this. Yeah, and you're thing, yeah. taking yeah. the piss out of it. But then, like, if it is comedy unfortunately nothing really should be sacred to be honest with you I think if you're up there joking then yeah. I think everything's Jokey, the open, key in it? Jokes. Wow. jokes mate yeah that's the trick right shall I go for um, Dos? number what is it what are we on to
0: four. two left
1: yeah four yeah, yeah. Yeah. right so what one should I go for I think I'll go for this one next and it's, this is a bit of a weird one because it shouldn't be comforting really <laughs> <laughs> Um but it's Band of Brothers oh, so which so why good. would you have such a horrendous moment in history as a comforting you know, viewing but for me it's again it's got its own palette because it's just so you know they've done it really well because it's it's I've done it I'm not particularly technical with regards to film even though I've got film producing credits I'm shit I know nothing about <laughs> the film industry um, but they've they managed to almost get like a black and white effect haven't they but, but still making
0: it colour it's, mm. it's genius and oh, I do you know
2: I've never seen it if, oh, oh my Tom God. Hardy's first uh, yeah thing, isn't it? and uh, yeah. I've seen like one episode and I thought it was wicked and then just because what my life what I was doing in my life at the time who just else wasn't in it? Stephen Graham's in it full
0: of David Schwimmer
1: David Schwimmer yeah um, who else is in it there's some, there are some massive names yeah. um, there's a lot of British actors yeah. um, I can't remember their names I know their faces but they've been in a lot of kind of um, British gang films and things mm. like that um, but I tend to find that there are certain actors, no matter what I watch and gravitate towards, they, they've got an association with somewhere. Mm. And, and I've always been, before Tom Hardy made it big, I've always been a fan of his because yeah. he, he was in a. I first spotted him in a British film. Can you remember where it was set on Hampstead Heath and it was about relationships and I think it was, I wasn't called casual sex, but it was something like that.
2: Right. And no, he, he had a
1: really small part yeah. in it, but he was brilliant. Yeah, he was a really yeah. young lad. And and I just spotted him. I was like that guy is going to go really yeah.
0: far. Okay, so cast. Yeah. Uh, obviously forgot one of the main cast. Uh, Damian Lewis. Of course, I uh, love him. Michael Fassbender.
2: I was dashed. It was on tip my tongue. Uh, Fassbender.
0: Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. Uh, so. Michael Cudlitz. Ron Livingston. Jeez. Scott Grimes. Uh, Rick Gomez. Uh, Dexter Fletcher. Yeah. Of course. Um, Tom Hardy. Like this. Oh, it's yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. You, you
2: almost need to watch it more than once because you can get lost. I'm going to have to watch it, mate. I I'll can't believe it or not. It's only, yeah. what, is it like 12 episodes or something Ten. like that? 10. 10. Mm. So, what, I've got no excuse. That's the perfect thing to watch when you know, oh, I haven't watched that. Mm. Because sometimes when it's like.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation,
1: we thought we'd bring our prices down.
2: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Five seasons the wire is an investment right?
0: that's the thing yeah. that, that's the, it's time and it's that investment what was the follow up the Pacific The Pacific. have you watched that I did and if you took, take it in it's own right it's, it's good it's not the follow up but it is the sort of yeah. do you know what I mean it's the, it's
1: the different campaign yeah. obviously you've got the European campaign being Banner Brothers yeah. Pacific is obviously the Pacific and it's, if you watch that in it's own right it's good but it just doesn't stand up to Banner yeah. Brothers it's, that Banner Brothers is just so perfect and on it's own but totally go for the Pacific
2: as well but bear in mind bear in that, mind yeah, yeah. It's oh, you're a, in for a treat, mate! Mate, I'm I'm excited about that, but you're saying that although it might be a bit more full-on and a bit more harrowing, it's still a comfort thing. I I, I go to sleep with horror films on a I, lot. I can get it, People yeah. screaming sometimes, and I'm drifting off to that. And mm. it's that what, what a strange. Thing, but once you become familiar with it, and I love horror Speaks movies <laughs> because I'm a massive fan of horror movies, like the thing would send me a sleep track because the yeah. beat, the, the composition of the soundtrack is, is genius John and that. Yeah. It's brilliant, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It will just, it'll just, it's, it's comforting to me. It sounds really weird. It's not, I, I, I don't get it, but yeah, I, yeah, I can Band understand. Of Brothers. It's, I
1: think it's the same parallel, I think, with Band of Brothers, like because I, I i like most war films, I've, I've mm. got a pretty big war film collection, I like mm. Memphis Bell and um the older stuff
0: as Memphis well. Bell's a great shout right because um that's one of them films that kind of you never gets mentioned with mm-hmm. a great and yeah. um, yeah. Connick Junior's great in that and is it Sean yeah. who's the, the main like the Matthew Modine's the main
1: pilot and then you got Tate Donovan's the co-pilot and you've got Sean Astin Sean Astin, like, Astin. yeah the
0: ball like team. um it's a cracking film. I saw that at a cinema. Oh, I have oh, yeah, seen yeah. it. Like, yeah, was 1990,
1: I think. Yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely brilliant. It is All such right. a
1: good film, and it isn't ever talked about as yeah. a good film. It's just, you know, it's on the shelf and maybe get wheeled out at a weekend. Yeah. But it's so much more than that. I think it is based on a bit of a... It, I mean, the final flight in the Memphis Belle didn't go that way. Yeah, It, it was quite a, a, a smooth run. So it's an elaborated <laughs> story. But even so, it still does a good shout of what went on in the air campaign. Right. I think
0: it's the... BAFTAs this week and um, I think there's, the rumours are you know is, is Dunkirk going to clear oh, up yeah. this, this yeah. year really right. oh
2: solid mate oh, yeah. you yeah. seen yeah. it brilliant yeah,
1: yeah I saw it and again I think it did a really good job of creating its own palette its yeah. own look its own feel mm-hmm. that soundtrack was just brilliant I love the soundtrack um,
2: my cousin got married to one of the actors in Dunkirk this year who's, yeah. one of the, who's just an absolute lovely lovely chap um He's the guy is you know, who's mute through it. I won't te- yeah, explain yeah. it for people who haven't seen Dunkirk. but I do encourage it, but that's that's um, that's who just made oh my my God. cousin. Uh, last year. Yeah, no, it's brilliant, yeah. but amazing wedding. But he's such a he's such a legend. But uh, yeah, I think Dunkirk was really good. I think uh, Kenneth Branagh
1: played a brilliant part. Yeah. I know it's easy to say because Kenneth Branagh and he's normally yeah. been perfect, isn't it? And obviously Tom Hardy was genius like ever. But yeah, I think Dunkirk did a really good job of just. Creating its own apparel Definitely. or whatever. Yeah, my one gripe about it is I didn't think it particularly gave a lot of broad scope. I think it it almost seemed quite isolated. Mm. So my I've got three grandparents that fought in the war, so I'm, I'm I've always had a real fixation with mm. it. And you, I don't think you've got to see the thousands upon th- hundreds of thousands that were there stranded on the beaches. Mm. I don't think you've quite got a feel
2: for that. But the, the, what the the size, the mm. the scale. Yeah, and it bit. was, and obviously at
0: the yeah. end, I guess they they probably give a nod to the fact that them people on them boats went backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, ferrying them off there. You know, it was, mm. you know, unbelievable. Have you seen the? Um, oh, what's it called? It's on Netflix about the guy that refuses to bear arms. Oh, um, Hacksaw yeah, Ridge,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ridge. yeah, yeah. I think that's a good sh- shout as well. The, the, and I like, I actually like Mel Gibson as a director. It's, but it's not PC. I don't, Cesar, don't care. Yeah.
2: I, I, I agree. No, they're, they're, Apocalypse you get I thought was into, uh, fucking. Apocalypse was wicked. Passion of Christ is the wa- most watched movie or most biggest box office gr- grossing movie. Yeah, it's huge. Really? It's, yeah, there's. I can't remember what the stat. That is a bit guessworky. Yeah. But there's something about Passion of Christ and how much it's grossed in the box office is wow. quite large. But that's, I mean, that's very brutal, isn't yeah. it? Uh, Mel Gibson's, yeah, he, he is good. He's had like he's had his own sort you of You mean Martin Riggs. Marty Riggs? Marty Riggs. Marty Riggs um, has had his um, run-ins with the media and things like anti-Semitism and, and some things they've caught him on the, the phone saying. But if we're talking about him as a director and what he's done there... And also was so really an actor as well. Like we oh, we yeah, Were Soldiers, Christ. I think, it was a really good film yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah.
1: again, not many people know Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, a brilliant yeah. film. And it came out around... It came out fairly close, I think. Someone correct me to um, Save It Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. They, they were a little yeah, bit yeah. Uh, and actually, no, I'm thinking of Black Hawk Down, Black Hawk Down, and We Were Soldiers are yeah. quite
2: quite. What we looking at, 98 or 96? No, we, well, well, actually, I mean. no. Yeah, I think you are right. Mm.
0: We were saying the other day when we had... Uh, who done uh, God, who came around the other day and done top five films with? Uh, it was uh, Matt Stocks and he very nearly done Sean oh, Penn Vogue. films and, yeah. and, and and my Casualties of War is the yeah. one that we spoke about as being one of them war films that never gets mentioned that was no. fucking with awesome Michael J. Fox in, Look, there, God, yeah. Mark, in my opinion Michael J. Fox is great yeah. performance Oh, mm, that.
2: Serious, serious. Yeah. That. Something about those films when it comes to war, there's a level of drama in mm. that, isn't there? And, and grittiness that's yeah. almost petrifying, really.
1: And I think that's why I like war films, strangely, because it makes you really appreciate what you've got. Yeah. It okay. makes you go, I'm not there. Like, there's a line in Band of Brothers, because the scene is in the in Stone which is most people know the Battle of the Bulge, and yep. Stone is that campaign. And um, you get to see talking heads of the actual. People that were in the battle, you know, the people did, you, you don't find out until the end of Band of Brothers, but the people that are been doing the talking heads throughout are actually the characters being depicted. And one of right. them sits there and he goes, Every time I look out the window and it's cold at night, I say to my wife, I'm so glad I'm not in Bastone. <laughs> and I think that's that line, the way he says it, he says it was such a motive because he was there, yeah. you know, yeah. he was on that front line. So anytime I'm going out and I'm like picking me up from the train station tonight, it's, like, it's cold. I'm sitting there going, oh, I'm not in Birstone. You know, yeah, I'm not. I've not got this giant force of, yeah, um, you know, gunnery coming over at me, and so you really do appreciate what f- you've got. Yeah,
2: we forget, don't we? I, I was filming in a, a, a bloody field, a field the other week, uh, filming some farming machinery for a friend, and um, it was early Saturday morning, like eight AM, and it was drizzly, overcast, and cold. And we were sort of like having a bit of a gripe about it. And my friend's dad sort of said, yeah, well, d- d- you know, go back 60 years and there was people trying to run over this muddy field whilst getting shot at by blood with howitzers. And you like, fuck me, that's a whole different reality <laughs> of what cold is and what suffering is. So Yeah, our generation was really I? out. And um, we were, um, it was near Whitton. We we went to do the uh, cutting down the trees and that and filming my mate's equipment. It's just some farming fields out there. That was all, it's nothing, you know, just farmland. That was all. Um but the weird thing is about that cosy feeling it's like sometimes I'll put on YouTube I'll put on like thunderstorms and rain and fall asleep to that because you get that cosy feeling yeah, it's so exactly it's that a, oh well I feel exactly cosy now because yeah. I'm in the warm yeah.
1: and it makes you music, appreciate isn't yeah. it white noise Yeah. and if, do you ever have Netflix or Amazon Prime at Christmas and they have the burning log oh shit yeah. add it, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it on Christmas yeah, day add it on Christmas day absolutely adore
0: that yeah. what's the top spot Joe? Right.
1: and I think this one again is going to actually I don't even Look it up, it's 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 slightly artistic license on this being a box set. Okay. Um, but it is a box set because back in the day when I was watching it, you had to buy the box sets to watch it. But yep. now it's got its own network, which sure. is WWE.
2: WWE. I
1: I'm a huge wrestling fan. I I'd, I'd almost go as far as say it saved my life at, at a couple of points because of various different reasons. Um, and it is, it's its own world. It's it, You can get lost in it. It's, it's vaudevillian. Um, I actually don't like UFC. I I, I don't like physical, actual violence. Yep. I was I was trained in martial arts from the age of four until about 12. I did Kyokushinkai. Right. Uh, and I, I, sh- I should have got to black belt, but my club folded. So I got to brown and then I didn't manage to get. And also at that stage, I felt ill. So I couldn't complete it. Mm. Um, so I've, I've got the martial arts background. So I should like UFC, but I never have. I don't like actually seeing people yeah. get hurt. I'm yeah. like, that's not entertainment to me. Yeah. So I'd much rather see someone simulating getting yeah, hurt yeah, than yeah, like yeah. getting a chair wrapped around their head. What a
2: fucking opera in, in WWE and how they play it out and the athleticism is bloody amazing. So if yeah. you're not into actually seeing someone get sparked out like yeah. bloody Luke Rockhold the other day, yeah, um, which is brutal when you see that, you're like, oh, mm. um, then yeah, no, what, wrestling. And I've and I've always uh, had this weird relationship with it as well because when I first started
1: watching it, when it was WrestleMania three, so I would have been about seven, eight, um, and at that age, you don't know if it's real or not. You're like, Mm. what's going on? Because you know that in WrestleMania three, someone gets their head completely. Busted open with a chain getting smashed into it. So when you when you're seven and you're seeing that, that's horrific. Yeah. So I did have this fear of like yeah. the hills. I was like, they are proper bad people. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like Andre the Giant being so over seven yeah, foot tall. Yeah, yeah. That's a proper
2: cartoon that, character yeah. that's yeah. come yeah,
1: yeah. to life. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I, I don't want to meet these people. So mm-hmm. part of me was like, legitimately scared. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, as I kind of grew up with it, um, and then I've had periods where I've fallen out of it, where i f- f- I, I watched. From WrestleMania three, so it was about 87, into about 93. And then I fell out of favour because I just started growing up and things. And then I got back into it in 98, which is at the point I, I reckon it did save my life because I had a massive relapse in 98. Right. Um, everything flared up in my body to the point where I was literally, and I, and I do mean literally, bed-bound for eight months. Bloody hell. And all I had was... Um, wrestling that um, was the only thing because we'd recently got the Skybox then because yeah. we didn't have it before that sure. so it was it was both uh, at the time WWE or WWF and WCW that I was watching Yeah. and progressively just watching them and zoning out and f- realising that you know just ride this period out and it would get better.
2: Is that what you used to say to yourself? Yeah you, did yeah. you have that optimism? Yeah, and, I've, yeah I've
1: always had this nothing's forever. Sure. Yeah, everything very mature and healthy bloody outlook mate it changes every day and so if you're feeling this way today wait a few hours you're going to feel something different and yeah. and you do you have to keep reminding yourself that you know it's, it's an open road whatever you're going to make of it whatever you can yeah. just if you can have that that self-belief and confidence that not even with illness but just in anything of you know you can just make some changes and it butterflies effects. Mm-hmm. um so i realized that after a while that things started to pick up when when sort of my mental state really started kicking in and then I <coughs> got back into physical exercise for now because like some of ME shouldn't really well it's a contestable subject because some people say that you should do what you call um, CBT cognitive behavioral, behavioral therapy, therapy yeah. which works for some but it's a really contestable subject in ME because mm-hmm. it really doesn't work for a lot of people yeah. Uh, I, I personally didn't find it worked with me, yeah. but I've always had a really kind of almost self-harm relationship with, with exercise because the more I exercise, the more it changes the pain. Right. So it, it changes the pain into something different, and resting almost helped me get back into some sort of shape because yeah. I, was, I was watching you know these body beautiful people, yeah. and I was thinking, you know, there's no reason you couldn't do that. So I started exercising, and then sure enough, I, my weight went from seven stone very normal. when i was 18
2: fuck me i man. managed
1: to get it up to f- 16 stone of worked so, so I,
2: you're a bit ripped you're bodied up I, I, at
1: one point i was i was yeah hmm. and, and, and i still try and maintain it now but it's it's quite difficult fitting in with like with with normal yeah, life yeah. but so for a, but it, it was a weird scenario again because you're constantly judged of how you looked and like surely you're you're not ill because you look like a yeah. Wrestler, yeah, like, yeah, but and then you try and have the conversation of, but it's almost like a self-harm exercise because yeah. it means that if I can do that, then I'm completely wearing myself out. That yeah. I'm going to sleep through the night. So yeah. you, you're almost obliterating yourself, and and that's why you get into this vicious cycle. Mm. So you, but and then it got to the point where exercise started becoming a bit problematic. So I had to do it's something about that and, and yeah, sort of draw it back a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then in '98 over what you call because you don't watch wrestling, do you? Both. Not years.
2: really. No. 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 Definitely not now.
1: So the '98 period to about 2002 is called the Attitude Era, which is right. like. The, the pinnacle of wrestling. It, okay. It really got into mainstream culture. Right. Um, so then, who were your
2: characters at that point? It was really Stone Cold, from? The Rock. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah, cool. so the big ones. Right, Yeah. Right, right. So
1: yeah. So when you're faced with like The Rock, like The Rock was uh, an idol to me for quite a yeah. while because he was just yeah. so cool. He crew, he's was. got
2: Uzi's cruising. I and Mick
1: like... Foley. Mick Foley. I love yeah, Mick Foley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so yeah, I watched it from that, and then I dropped away again in about two thousand and six. I started to lose it because it transitioned again. But then I picked it up again in about 2010, and I'm still g- going with it now. Going strong. So yeah, wrestling has, has really fulfilled quite a big gap in my life, and it's, yeah. I would defend it to the hills, because there are always going to be people going, oh yeah, but it's all fake. It's like Yeah, but you don't understand the psychology of, of course we know it's fake, but at the same time, it's the pageantry that goes with it, the, the suspending of disbelief. You don't sit there and go with EastEnders, you do realise they're not real. Yeah, <laughs> of
2: you fucking don't, I, I like? always find that really funny, mate. That people will say, Well, this is socially acceptable here, this degree of fantasy yeah. or make believe, but this over here is not, you can't touch that. Yeah, and you then get painted with a certain brush all exactly. because of different social groups and social perceptions. I think it's changing. I think people are, everyone's becoming more accepting of everyone's yeah. like interests, but I still think there's always stigmas around anything, you know, whether it's wrestling or bloody. Comic books, yeah. computer games, um, to even sports. Oh, well, you like rugby, do you? A bit, or is your football? Do you a bit of a meat? Does that make you a bit yeah. of a meathead, really? No, actually, football can be the most beautiful... It is the be- a beautiful game. It's insane when you watch it play- being played properly. And uh, it's the same with wrestling. People can go, oh, well, are you believing that make-believe shit? So you don't get it. And you may be not prepared to give it a chance and that's fair enough because there's enough in this world for you to be entertained yeah. in a billion other ways yeah go see a um, pantomime
1: or say if you want to keep it simple and how you interact with it <laughs> yeah. um, but I th- there's a great word in wrestling called kayfabe i don't know if you know it no it, it means um kayfabe was like the code word of right we need to keep the industry real we need to keep the barriers up don't let the infiltration come in and that's what kayfabe means of play it out as if it's real. And I and I love that word. I think mm. I think that could be in, in common lexicon. I think I think mm. just you know, and I use it all the time but people are like what? And then they look it up and they're like, Oh that's a great yeah, word.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. K fade. So K kayfabe fade. And I do. I use it all the time in in my real life. (laughs) Yeah, big Huh (laughs) But, and again, like, when Jim did the wrestling podcast uh, on on the Distraction Pieces Network, I was like, oh, thank God for that. You know, someone actually talking about wrestling in a proper, good, intellectual way. Yeah. Especially, you know, Jim is just so knowledgeable. He really, you
2: know, what he's done with Progress is just
1: unbelievable. Having gone to
2: Progress matches, I get it emphatically now. And and maybe that is when I go and enjoy it, is there because I've got my own hobbies and interests that's why I don't really watch wrestling now but I get it now Mm. I understand the genius of it and the the, the fun and pleasure and fuck me man if it got you through those sort of rough experiences when that can really like that sort of health could really put the dark downers and darkness on people you know and like if you don't have that positive attitude or be able to wait it out Jason that's a you know that would be a real tough place I think you know
0: that whole what we've been speaking about tonight it is them, for want of a better description, mm. distraction pieces mm. that give you that comfort blanket mm. and you know sometimes take you away to somewhere else for a little bit. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And, that, uh, and that's
1: why I like everybody on the network because they all bring something really different that you can like listening to you guys. It is it's like actually having a, a network of friends and that's yeah. something. It's that oh, I this to say I really lame but it's something that you don't have when you when you're dealing with predominantly isolation because yeah. because people I'm fundamentally allergic to they wear me out yeah. so I don't have big, I've got yeah. circles of friends but yeah. I never yeah. see them on that one sure. that it never comes yeah. Yeah. so podcasts do that do that for me you know, yeah. it's almost as if
0: I'm there and we've found that you know we have good interaction with lots of our listeners yeah. and, 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 and lots of them have social anxieties and, mm. and, 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 and they find listening to me and him having a chat like going to the pub with their mates mm-hmm. and that's amazing. Yeah, you it's, know. It yeah. feels, feels brilliant to think that somebody's getting some comfort yeah. from... Whenever I've got something on my mind, the first thing I do is mm. put on a podcast. If yeah. I'm in my car and I'm driving home from a club, I know that I've got half hour trying to not think about what's happened that evening mm. and try and calm myself down before I get in. Otherwise, at four o'clock world. in the morning, right I'm going to be, be wired. And yeah. and it's, it's generally like, no disrespect to anyone in this room or mm. on the network, but... Adam Buxton takes me somewhere else, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I, I listen to him, and, and it just, yeah, mm. it's, uh, that it's nice.
1: When I, when I first met Pip, I didn't know who Pip was to start with when, when we first hooked up. I, I reached out to him, because he, he covered, oh, he did Susie Gage's um, Distraction Pieces episode, um, and, I, and they obviously covered drugs, and, I, and at that time I was still trying to promote the film, the culture high. Um, And I said to him, you know, have a watch of this to see if it's any interest. And I wasn't putting myself forward as a guest. Mm. I was just saying, have a listen to that because we'll watch of that. And then Pip got in contact. He's like, yeah, do you want to do a podcast? I'm like, well, okay then. But, Mm. you know, I wasn't self-promoting, honestly. Um, And then after that, when after I met Pip, I was like, God, you're really cool.
2: You're nice. I, yeah, oh, he you're... Can, nah, he can keep, it's all the front. He can keep that front up quite yeah. a while, mate, but you'll soon nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Once you scratch the surface, wow. he's, he's horrible, a, he's isn't he? He's like he?
2: scratch and sniff, yeah. but he's like one of those ones that smells like dog shit. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's an
0: awful human, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he really yeah,
2: one is. One he also looks like Charles Manson. Definitely. Oh, God, yeah. Definitely. I like yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I'm not saying that. rest in to Charles Manson. Sorry. Bless him. It's he loved his mum it's the worst thing I've ever said (laughs) (laughs) I've gone I've said some weird shit
0: oh Chase, thanks so much thank you for having me um, we've been backwards and forwards trying to sort this one out for a while haven't we and it's nice to
2: have you in the within finally get it locked down man and and have a and and also, a a great selection, mate. Quickly way. say as well is that you're totally coming on mine. I've, I've got it oh, mapped mate, yeah. out. I've got it, I know how I want to do it with you, with you guys, so to speak. Let's um, just get something in the calendar, man. What, do, we, do we need to come into London? And do it? Is it like going to be a live one um, in front of people, or just I back here, or wherever yeah, you want to do it, man? It cool. could work. We'll do mean. whatever.
1: I've got some other guests lined up as well to do like a sort of round. Take. Basically, I want you to do top five gangster-stroke drug films, oh, and I've got um, some people that are also sort of wanting to. Do a round oh, tape on it amazing
2: so. that I've because you've mentioned that to me before I've I have i have got I've, I've got three solid ones already obviously but there's so many oh, I've got to whittle it down but yeah, Look yeah, at yeah the smallest yeah, just cheese just thinking wait, about, yeah. about them now. <laughs> yeah well listen mate thank you we're obviously um hopefully catch up with you very soon um, and we'll put so how, how can people get at you mate yeah. on Twitter um,
1: so I'm at Jason Tron because that's my name <laughs> as we discovered on the drunk yeah. cast you're going to have to listen to the drunk cast to find out that one though. and then if you want to listen to my podcast it's uh, a cast.com slash stop and search
2: thank you very much mate you've been a legend thank you so much Jason. thank you for mate. me thanks Jase <laughs> <laughs> Jesus that stinks <laughs> <laughs> what may have been an hour for you guys has been literally thirty seconds for us, and the the uh the bomb that like, I just dropped. <laughs> Your eyes are watery. <laughs> Your face has gone red. I'm sorry, mate. Oh
0: dear. Um, thank you to Jason uh, for coming out to Essex on a freaking two-hour round trip. Two-hour round
2: trip, mate. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, well, no, probably four hours, wasn't it? It was two hours each way.
2: Oh yeah, and then he brought that, those that crack cocaine, those those wafers. Oh, thanks to those as well, yeah.
0: mate. Um, Jace, thanks ever so much. Um, it was a great top five to chat through, and it was really nice of you to to discuss me and 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 give us and hopefully a lot of other people a, a clear insight into in, into what it involves and, and and what an effect it can have on day-to-day life.
2: No, man, you should be proud of yourself for what you do mm. as well, man, and the things you get stuck into. Um, I really respect when he was talking about taking a bit of him into the house, apartment, yeah. a bit of his personality, and I think that's important, and I, I found that a fascin- fascinating part of um, the, the last two hours of talking to him. Um, back to uh, less professional things next week, I suspect. Or go and check out a more professional um, podcast, such as Jason's, with Stop and Search, because over here, you are going to get subjected to more of these sort of things.
0: And if you like... Um the uh, podcast that we do with the Distraction Pieces Network, then there's probably three or four on our back catalogue um, episodes with Scroobius Pip, the pod father, sure. uh, and uh, the owner of the network. And we've also got a two-parter with uh, Susie, Susie Gage, Gage. Top where
2: five BBC comedies. Yeah, where
0: me and Susie get a little drunk and infuse about Alan Partridge yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um. And yeah, we will. We've got Jimmy Havoc, um, who's uh. Good buddies with our other podcaster, which is Jim Smallman. He's one of Jim's wrestlers, isn't he? Sure. And Jimmy's one come out a couple of weeks ago. So go and have a little listen to that. And we will get round to. We've done podcasts with Jim Smallman from Tuesday Night Joe, yeah. but they've generally been hmm. uh, on Scroobius Pip's Drunkcasts. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, we'll do. We'll do. What, we'll lock Jim down at some point to Definitely. do a top five. Let us know what you want to hear from Jim in terms of top fives. Go on our social media and say hello. And, uh, and check out restryofrebels.com and go and buy yourself a lovely T-shirt.
0: Oh, we've got all the Grime Wave stuff oh, now, haven't we? It's
2: all selling out pretty quickly, mate, so they have to get over there quickly.
0: Enjoy. It's a drunken soiree in the Chris and Joe present Our core listing the podcast.